0: Welcome to Talk Theory! It's your host, Kiara Barnes, where I talk all things life, what makes us human, and what makes us superhuman. Sit back, relax, and join me for a chat! Hello! How are we? How is everyone doing? Welcome back to another episode of Talk Theory. I'm Kiara Barnes, your host. How's everyone doing? We are quickly approaching Christmas territory. I myself am still doing Christmas shopping. I to be honest, I don't even think I've like properly started. I've just like thrown things into carts. Oh my gosh, it's been really busy. I um got back from visiting family and now I'm jumping back into some work and Yeah, we just, well, before we actually hit this little Christmas break that we'll have. Um, So, you know, things are kind of like speeding up. Um, Let me tell you guys something, though. Kids are wild. All right. As some of you know, I um, was out visiting family, like I said earlier. But I went to specifically go see my niece and nephew. They're so cute. But, um, shout out to all the parents out there, (laughs) especially when you start getting into like the territory of more than one. I don't even know how you guys do it. I am so tired, (laughs) but it was like worth it. You know what I mean? Like every little bit of it, but I'm just like, oh my gosh. Okay. I'm really going to need like a team of people. And um, major shout out to single parents out there too. Um, gosh, what 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 a time! Again, loved every moment, you know, with my niece and nephew. But woo, you know, I was like drinking coffee and having chai lattes like very frequent, which only makes you more tired. And for me, I'm that's not um, my frequent because I I am very caffeine sensitive um so you can imagine <laughs> the vibes uh but anyhow I would do it all again in a heartbeat because they are addictive they I always compare them to like the Sour Patch Kids commercials if you remember back in like the late 90s early 2000s where it'd be like a Sour Patch Kid and they would like cut someone's hair and then the next thing you know they're like giving the person a hug and they're like first they're sour then they're sweet that's kind of the vibe. Um yeah, they're cute, addictive, and hilarious and crazy, but I love them. So it was a good time. Overall, it was a really, really good time. Um now like I said before, because I, I was I was doing a lot of um, you know, visiting with family because Sag Aftra voted yes on the contract, so that's a little update. Um so we're going to start getting back to work on a few things and projects. And uh yeah, it's just like getting back into the swing of things. It's it's been pretty busy. Um and so really grateful just to be able to visit family when I can because when I'm working, I am like working, working, working and gone for months at a time and you miss a lot of you know milestones and birthdays and sometimes holidays. So I'm taking advantage of this little sliver <laughs> of uh, a slow down pace before we get into a more rush pace. <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, let's get into today's topic. We are going to chat. Okay. We're going to chat on the idea of fairy tale love kind of love stories you see in the movies and in the books and what do i mean when i say fairy tale love i'm i'm talking about you know notebook vibes dear john vibes summer i turned pretty to all the boys you get me the kind where the cute guy is actually a nice guy misunderstandings find some kind of resolve the romance is flowing, the passion is there, the love interest fights for the relationship, the love interest expresses their feelings. It's just mm, chef's kiss. And, you know, we also have our classic style fairy tales like Snow White or The Little Mermaid, which, I mean, come on, if you haven't seen the newest live action, get on that ASAP, Prince Eric. <laughs> Hi, it's so perfect. Perfect example of Prince Charming vibes and having that fairy tale kind of love. Now, if we're comparing these things to reality, obviously. Okay, there's a lot a lot different. There's a lot less singing, you know? It's a lot more topsy turnsy at times. Nobody's perfect. We know that. Um people have their own insecurities and traumas and lived in experiences by the time they meet up with their um, significant other. But I think there still can be a balance between the two. I think there's a universal desire from all of us to feel some kind of love and to have a sense of magic in it and for it to feel good and give you butterflies you know, I think the way we expect love to be is the way we receive it a lot of the time. I I think for a long time I thought love was supposed to be very difficult and painful. <laughs> and perhaps that is accredited to some of the films and stories I grew up on. But I don't know why <laughs> Edward and Bella is popping up in my head, but we'll move on. Um, but it was definitely... You know, that kind of outlook that I had was unhealthy and the relationships I found myself in, what I was more likely to put up with, um, it just wasn't all that great because I thought that's what love was when in reality it really wasn't, you know. And I'll also say your environment can have an impact on this as well depending on if you grew up in a house with a single parent or perhaps with divorced parents, or maybe your parents just weren't very affectionate with one another, or maybe you did grow up in a house that way. I had an ex whose parents were very affectionate with one another, and they didn't mind giving one another a peck in front of us, chasing one around, holding hands, saying I love you. They hugged often, and I remember my first time seeing it, I was kind of like, okay. You know, it was a little bizarre and odd to me because I just didn't grow up with that kind of display of affection Um, and it's nothing against my parents because their parents also weren't like that around them so it's not like you know they did anything wrong it's just I think your environment influences how you probably behave but because of that I didn't really like too much PDA like within my own personal relationships Or I might feel a little embarrassed to ask my partner to like even hold my hand. And now I'm the complete opposite. I love a hug, a kiss, a handhold. It doesn't really matter where I'm at. If you're my significant other, I just really can't get enough of you. I really can't. I, 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 I love it. I love. And I came to realize my love languages are acts of service and physical touch for sure. There's something so soothing to connect in those two ways for me. But, you know, this is just an example of how my environment influenced how I view love. Even when I was younger, I was always a bit boy crazy. And I remember there was this particular boy. I was in third grade and I was in love. I was in love with. And his birthday, he was having his birthday party, so I, like, I think I wrote, wrote him like probably a love letter kind of vibe. Um, something that I stated that I loved him (laughs) third grade. Anyhow, my parents had found it and told me like, I could not give it to him. And we had this brief talk of how I didn't know what love was and love is between, you know, what real love is between like me, my mom and dad, like what they give as love and, and, I get what they were doing, and honestly, they probably don't even remember this, and I get it. Like, one, I probably would have been super embarrassed if I gave this love letter to my crush at his birthday party. And, like, if he would have reacted in a way that um, (laughs) wasn't really reciprocating what I was feeling in front of everyone, like, I would have been so hurt. And then also because I was just a kid I think there's like an element of protection here that I'm kept safe and I I I get where it's coming from but in the moment I was really in shock and even really embarrassed for writing this this little love note you know I'm a kid I don't know I just know that I feel and I'm like I love him you know and no lie like for years after that that specifically moment that specific moment into my adult years I had the hardest time saying I love you to whoever my partners were and I had a hard sense of knowing when to commit to someone because I had this memory ingrained in my head and would think of it often and unsure if like am I like am I in love or you know does this relationship really have enough merit to justify a label and and to say something like that because it when you say I love you, it has to be very like intentional and just constantly questioning if I really knew what love was. And it isn't till like as of my most recent years of adulthood that I've decided what love is to me and, and what it means and deciding when I get to say it and if it is just because I feel it, it's okay to, to say. And I ultimately think this got much more specific for me when I realized how much I loved myself and how much I cared for myself. So because like I had stopped searching for the meaning of love and everything and everyone else, I found it in myself and therefore it wasn't as scary for me to tell someone that I love them because it's just like how I feel, you know, it's just how I feel. And I don't need you to reciprocate it exactly. And I, I don't need you to say it back. But if I have feelings of admiration, and I just want to express that to someone like life is short, you know, and that's kind of what I've decided to come up with. Um, and it, it took some time, but I was able to get to a place where now I know what it means to be loved, and just exactly the kind of love that I deserve. And so, yes, now I have a set of expectations and I choose not to waver from them, you know. Um, but they're only that, that way because I've done the work on myself. And so, yeah, I, I've kind of like made my own boundaries. Um, I will say, I think there's something sweet in having a sense of admiration in a fairy tale and a love story. You know, there's something very innocent and sweet about it. I, I think also, like, uh, for example, I just watched um, Notting Nottington Hill for the first time with Julia Roberts and Hugh Grant. So cute, so adorable, so sweet. Like, love, 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 love. A cute little thing, you know. Of course, like, I said before, there's no perfect person. Um, and I, I just also think maintaining some kind of hope that someone out there will love you deeply for you and openly show you that love is healthy. You know, we, we all make mistakes and we all mess up, but for me, that's fine. I just like to see the effort being made and that in itself means the world to me to know someone is thinking of you and has taken the time to do something nice for you is such a good feeling. And I think That's one of the bigger things is seeing someone express their love and effort through any way that is most effective to the other person. And all that really takes is paying attention to one another, listening, and also communicating. It could be as simple as someone completing a task for you when you're too busy or overwhelmed to do it, or someone making something, or even just Taking out the trash, asking how your day was—you know—the grand gestures are always nice. Don't get me wrong, and very much appreciated. But on the nights where I am slammed with work, and my significant other has made me food because I've been too busy to go get something, or when I need something to be refilled, some—you know—whether it be like, oh crap, like I ran out of my makeup or a face product, I, I have literally <laughs> cried because. It's so easy to get overstimulated with multiple things and to know someone is looking out for you without asking means a lot. And that is the key, you know, without asking. And here's the thing. Every fairy tale has its challenges. Nothing always goes 100% smoothly the entire time. I get that. But again, I think the main thing is communication and listening. If you can really communicate your feelings, if they're worries, fears, or even positive, you know, affirming your partner is so important. And I will say, I feel like a lot of us forget to hype up each other when we've been with one another for an extended amount of time or years. Like I had an ex who in the beginning was my biggest cheerleader. And as time continued on, he became less and less supportive or complimentive. And I don't even know if that's a word, but we'll go with it. And it's not that I necessarily needed it, but I mean, come on. Like, I feel like everyone likes to hear that their significant other finds them beautiful or is attracted to them in some way, or, you know, has some kind of sense of love for them. And, you know, for example, so with this ex, like in the beginning, he would comment on my Instagram posts a lot in the beginning, hyping me up and And, and I know that it sounds silly, right? It's like, okay, it's Instagram, but it's, it's like that, what I'm saying, it's that small that can really just make you feel good. It doesn't always have to be these big things where it's like, well, but like you got this one awesome trip and it's like, yeah, that trip was amazing, but it's the little things in between that, that mean a ton as well. And so like in the beginning, again, on Instagram, hyping me up, all this and that. And then eventually it just completely stopped. And I remember asking him kind of at one point about it, like, why? And his response was, you already get enough likes and comments. Why do you need mine? Uh, hello? (laughs) Like, what? And I don't know. That's, to me, that's kind of a red flag now because I'm like, what? Um... Because why is it so hard to show your partner admiration and love publicly? I don't know. But anyhow, communication is highly important. Express how you feel. No one's a mind reader. You know, and I used to have a really hard time with this because I think there is a natural fear that if you tell someone how you feel, like I did, right? Where I'm like, hey, like, why haven't you commented on the thing? That they don't respond the best way back to you. But let me just tell you from experience, however that person responds to the good or bad is something you need to know and be aware of and need to hear. And ultimately, if it makes you feel worse than than better, then that kind of tells you a ton, a ton right there. And by doing this, we can really strive to having those fairy tale kinds of love, you know? But in order to get there, you've got to cut off some of the weeds to see a little more clearly and to know what it is that you want. So, Here's my thing. I will always, always have an affinity for the love stories, the Nicholas Sparks, the Prince Erics, the love songs. I just love love. I'm very much a believer that you can receive someone who is willing to communicate and love you just the way you ever dreamed of. And it goes both ways. You know, you have to be able to do that yourself. And I think that's why I took so much time being alone after my last breakup, to really be uh, in my own head, in my own body again, in order to really find what it means to me to be my best self. And that way, when I come into my next relationship, I'm like fully present. Not to say that I have everything figured out because I don't, but at least I have a really good foundation and it's ready to grow with someone else. You know, love is really magical, I think, in its own authenticity. Now, as we concluded this episode, remember that fairy tale love, you know, isn't an escape from reality, it's an infusion of magic into our everyday lives, you know? Um I feel like that should kind of be the the theory of the week. You know, I, I feel like there is something to be said about developing through love and growing through love and, and still being able to have, like I said earlier, hopes and expectations um, and to have fun. Like, it doesn't have to be so serious in one set way. So... Yeah, we'll go with that for our theory. I, I had something else, but I, I like that. I like that. Um. Okay, thank you so much for joining me on Talk Theory today. Um, I hope everyone has a good rest of their week. Please feel free to share this podcast with a friend, family, work member, work member, coworker, <laughs> and um yeah leave a review if you haven't uh share the love you know it's christmas time do your part huh huh i'm kidding uh but no but i i i'm kidding but i'm also not okay i'm gonna wrap it up i feel like this is this is going somewhere okay um i shall see you next week okay love you bye